Hey Bibliophiles, welcome back to Read Into Something. We're about to start another fun podcast brought to you by the Stone County Library inside Alice's office at the Crane Branch. I'm Alice, the branch manager. With me's Winky, my mostly silent but intuitive co-host and the library mascot. Let them know you're here, Wink. <coughs> Today you're in for a fun surprise. I'm excited to present a podcast from a mystery location. It's the Shepherd of the Hills North Pole Adventure, Brinson's other old-time theme attraction. In just a moment, I'm going to talk about the history behind the Shepherd of the Hills, as well as the sights to see in the park. So buckle in and hang on. The Christmas season is upon us. In all honesty, I'm not much into the holidays because retailers bring it on way too soon. I don't want to think about Christmas in August or look at Santa Clauses and snowmen hung when it's not even Halloween. But I do like to see the lights and displays everyone decorates with when the timing is right. While scrolling through Facebook, I noticed a brightly colored ad. The Shepherd of the Hills North Pole Experience promises family fun with thousands of lights. Santa himself, live reindeer, Christmas displays, a hayride, an opportunity to view the landscape from the North Pole Tower, and of course hot chocolate. There's more too. But first, a joke. What do you call a sheep covered in chocolate? A candy bar. <laughs> Alright, let me fill you in on the Shepherd of the Hills. My family's lived in Stone County for generations. Visiting Branson was a pretty common treat for us, especially given that my mom, grandma, and aunt worked there. I think I was about 11 or 12 the first time I saw the play put on in the outdoor theater. For whatever reason, I'm captivated by bygone times. The play didn't disappoint. I love the characters, I love the setting, I love the history. I didn't even know we owned a copy of The Shepherd of the Hills, but I dug it out when we got home and I devoured that book. Harold Bell Wright's novel set in the heart of Hill Country played a huge role in realizing my dream to become an author. The story centers around a few characters. Old Matt and Molly Matthews, their young son Matt, Sammy Lane and her father, Wash Gibbs, the nefarious co-leader of the Bald Knobbers, Daniel Dad Howitt, Little Pete, and Matt Howard. Dad Howitt is a preacher from the city, sent on vacation, suggested by his doctor, to calm his nerves after the alleged suicide of his son. His son, famous artist Howard Howitt, had visited the Ozark Mountains a few years prior, but slowly went crazy as a secret aided him after he returned. The secret is that he fell in love with a simple hillwoman named Maggie Matthews, but he left her behind because he thought his father wouldn't approve of their marriage. Unbeknownst to Howard, Maggie gave birth to a mentally disabled son. Poor Maggie lost her mind with sadness over Howard's disappearance and died believing he'd return. After hearing old Matt tell the story, Dad Howitt quickly realizes his son is the one who left Maggie. He has no idea how to tell his new friend that it's more or less his fault for being prideful that both their children are dead. While serving as a shepherd, Dad Howitt is also mentoring Sammy Lane, who wants to become a proper lady. She's being courted by a man who grew up in the Ozarks but went to the city. I believe in the play they named Springfield, but I couldn't find it in the book. During all of this, a ghost is running around trying to right the wrongs of his past. That ghost being Matt Howard. He reveals himself to Pete, but hides away from everyone else. Pete believes that his father, Matt Howard, is God because of the good he's trying to do for the community. But some people aren't so easily convinced, and they've already become suspicious of the stranger in their midst. In the live-action drama, visitors get to witness a square dance, a mountain lion attack, a raging cabin fire set by the bald knobbers, a gunfight, 
the gut-wrenching confession of dead Howitt to the Matthews, and the revelation of Howard's regret and redemption. Sounds a little dark and mysterious, yes, but it also provides plenty of humor and feel-good moments. The book isn't based on a true story, although the characters were inspired by people that Wright knew. John Ross and his wife Anna and their son Charles lived on the property. They were well acquainted with Wright. You can visit their original cabin and see period furniture pieces on display. This time of year, it's of course decorated to celebrate the season. Speaking of seasons, it's sweater weather. What do you call a sheep crossed with a porcupine? An animal that can knit its own sweaters. <laughs> the novel was published in 1909, well before Branson became a tourist destination. The Shepherd of the Hills, performed in the Thurman Old Mill Theater, has been ongoing since 1960. That's 60 years if you don't want to do the math. The production is over for the year due to the temperate climate, but Shepherd is far from shut down. Which brings me to the North Pole Adventure. Grab your favorite Santa hat, your Christmas lights, and your hot chocolate while we discover what makes this event special. If you can't remember everything I'm saying here today, that's cool. The website has details about all the attractions and the prices for admission. The park is open from Friday to Sunday. Friday and Saturday, you can enjoy the scene from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. On Sunday, it's from 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. You can also purchase tickets online from the event page. I'll drop a link for it on Twitter and on this podcast description so you can check it out. Admission is reasonably priced. Children under 3 are free, and for everyone else, the basic package starts at $8.95. Here's what you get for that price. You meet Santa, visit with a reindeer, you get to go on Rudolph's Hayride, you get to go in a bounce house, visit Little Elves Playground, do a nine-hole mini-golf, visit Morgan Chapel and Old Matt's Cabin, write letters to Santa, and you get hot chocolate. For an additional $3 at $11.95, you also get to visit Inspiration Tower. It's glowing green and red at night this time of year. Go inside and travel 200 feet to get to one of the most spectacular views of Branson and the surrounding landscape. And for $14.95, you can add the challenge rope course to your package. I was excited when I learned that Winky could join us. Check out our Twitter page to see the photos. We had to describe the sights to her since she's blind, but she enjoyed the trip nevertheless. She's always thrilled about a car ride and being with her people. The Shepherd of the Hills does welcome well-behaved dogs, not just podcast stars, so let your furry friend join in on the festivities too. We picked the perfect evening to go. It was warm and pleasant, and we were greeted by the sparkling Christmas lights and the jingle of bells on a harness. They do carriage rides with Santa hat wearing Clydesdales. That feels so old-timey. You do have to call and make a reservation for that, but it looked like a lot of fun. We toured on foot, foregoing the jeep-drawn hayride as well. At the top of the hill you can enter the tower, but we'll get to that in a minute. We walked through Old Man's Cabin, which is a nationally registered historic site. The outside was decorated for Christmas, and it gave off a cheerful feel that made you want to sit on the porch for a spell. The path up to the tower is strung with lights and giant snowflakes and other decorations. It does have a wood chip and gravel base on the way up to the chapel, so if you don't get around so well, you might take the hayride instead. It will take you all the way around. I believe the other side of the path is paved if you want a smoother walk. Morgan Chapel was beautifully lit from the outside. Tucked away in a woodsy area, the early 20th century church adds that homey Christmas spirit. The reindeer were laying down when I saw them. They're in an enclosure, so you can't get very close. I had a little trouble seeing them through the fence, but I got one decent photo. I love reindeer, and seeing them is exciting. So look for that picture on Twitter. Winky got to sniff a goat, too. She didn't seem terribly impressed with it, and neither did the goat. We decided it smelled too much like her sister. 
My mom's dog went with us, too, and apparently he and a sheep were enamored with one another. The sheep was about four times his size, and that's saying something, because Boots is basically a sausage on nubby legs. We made sure to have ice cream at Sammy Lane's Sweets and Treats. I enjoyed a big scoop of strawberry. Not too Christmassy, but it's one of my favorite flavors. While I was inside, my husband was holding Winky, and some ladies approached. They wanted to pet her since everyone feels sorry because of her little leg, but Winky wasn't having any. She started howling. It was faint inside the shop, but through the windows I could see her tossing her head back as she made noise. I hope she didn't startle the horses. For obvious reasons, I didn't take her to meet Santa, but he was there, so make sure your kids do get to see him. We drove to the tower instead of going inside after we walked up the path because one of our party didn't have a mask on. Do remember that they require masks if you go in the buildings, but it's not required outside. They prefer you to walk to the tower, so we had to explain what was going on after we parked. No one said boo about Winky going inside. She doesn't mind riding in elevators, so she wasn't exactly excited about that part. And surprisingly, the place was quiet, and we were the only ones on the deck. I was a little surprised that the Branson Strip didn't look like it had much decoration. There were a few lights, and you can see the Branson Ferris wheel lights spinning from the one direction in the tower. Overall, it made for a really peaceful scene. I could sit up there for hours if I had the time. Normally in the fall and winter months, the towers only open until 4 p.m., so seeing the night view is a treat. The website boasts that if you go on a clear day, you can see up to 90 miles away. The North Pole Adventure is definitely geared toward children. I think a kid would enjoy going, and the price is well worth it. I'm grateful we got such nice weather when we went. We actually couldn't have picked a better time. Two thumbs up for the Shepherd of the Hills at Christmas, keeping in touch with that simple but delightful Ozark feel. Visit the Shepherd of the Hills online to see all of their amazing shows and activities at theshepherdofthehills.com. Time to throw out another joke. How long are an elf's legs? Just long enough to reach the ground. <laughs> In case you are wondering, Alice's pick of the month for December is called News of the World by Paulette Giles. I saw a trailer on Facebook for the upcoming movie. It stars Tom Hanks as Captain Jefferson Kyle Kidd. Kidd is paid to deliver a young girl to her family. The problem. Said young girl Joanna was kidnapped four years prior when her family was killed by Kiowa Indians. Now she believes she's a Kiowa. The other problem? Kid is an elderly gentleman who reads newspapers from back east to entertain and enlighten rough and wild Texans. He's not a young man anymore. Although he's a veteran of two wars, he's hardly equipped to deal with hostile Indians, predatory white men, and a savage little girl who can't remember English during a 400-mile journey back to her people. As the pair make the trip, Kid and Joanna develop a familial bond, and somehow Kid must make the ultimate decision about his young charge's future. I'm looking forward to the release of the movie. Since I knew Hanks is playing Kid, I could easily picture him in my mind as I read. He has that distinctive speech pattern and manner about him that fits with Kid's nature. I enjoyed reading Joanna's point of view and how her craftiness played out. She's less little girl, more Sarah Connor or Ellen Ripley. She's the child you absolutely want on your side as you cross the untamed prairies of Frontier, Texas. The thing I hate about this book is that none of the dialogue is in quotations. Normally I'll put a book down for that reason. I love dialogue and introspective, story-driven novels. This one does manage that, but I have to admit the beginning of it was slightly boring. Things pick up when Kid meets Joanna. The descriptions are lovely and enough to make it almost an immersive novel. The author says it was somewhat based on a true story, but it is fictional. I'm giving it four stars. Lastly, before we part ways, let me tell you about one of the special resources brought to you by the Stone County Library. In the Stone County Library system, we do our best to keep our patrons informed and enjoying the free services we provide. One of many resources is the Learning Express Library. 
Learning Express Library has more than 1,000 practice tests and skills tutorials for elementary through adult learners. Use this resource to take practice tests for the GED, SAT, ASVAB, GRE, and more. Improve your job skills, practice computer skills, use Microsoft programs, and explore career options. You can also create an account and track your progress. Visit StoneCountyLibrary.org, click on the Resources drop-down menu, and select Digital Resources. Don't forget to visit the Stone County Library Facebook page where you can stay up to date on news and activities and interact with other library patrons. And please visit the podcast Twitter page. Come find us at twitter.com slash SCLC podcast for podcast updates, pictures of Linky, and book-related memes. Once again, thank you for joining me. On the next episode, we'll discuss Christmas folklore, including Krampus, anti-clauses, and more. Until then, Alice and Winky signing off. Views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to Alice and not necessarily to her employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. If you've hung out this long, you deserve the bonus content. Here's another joke. Why did the psychic hold a seance over the holidays? She was looking for a Christmas spirit. Okay, Winky says we're done here. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time.